Welcome to the culture, your campy, irreverent source for retro fun. We love 80s horror, comedy and sci-fi. We also love talking about these great films. Sometimes we stay on topic, other times not so much. So pop in a VHS tape, adjust the tracking and join in on the conversation. Welcome to the cold show. Caleb's not, Caleb's not talking. Caleb's, Caleb is on like some sort of a silent protest that he didn't tell us about what was going to happen. So that's our lives now. Right before we came on, literally, we were talking about who needs to talk more. <laughs> Caleb has decided it is Caleb, not he. Nope, you're not him. He's taking a stand. <laughs> anyway. Vow of right. silence. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> Is it part of your order? Yes. <laughs> the order of the cult show. <laughs> the order of the Good hair. Times. The hair men. The hair men. Hey, welcome to the cult show, everyone. It is Hi. Friday night and oh, we Jesus. are back again. Woo. We've done it. Sandra's, Sandra's popping her cap. I almost hit my microphone and producer Scott would have been very cross with me. That would have been... Bad news. Bad news. Cross. Be very cross. So what's yes. going on, Sandra? What are you popping a cap on? <laughs> Who are you popping a cap in tonight? Uh, Neil, Neil, Neil. Um, Neil, Neil, Neil. Uh, indeed. Now, just opening up my my delicious Lagunitas hobby refresher. Don't worry, no violence. It's it's just peace and, and good vibes and. Tasty hops. No, 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 no caps were popped. No, no. no in the making of this, hmm? <laughs> when are they going to support you, Sandra? And start. I know. Seriously, you? I don't know. Maybe when I actually try to p- get on their radar and put effort into this sponsorship. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Maybe that they might be. Just, might I mean? They should just know, right? They should just know. They should yeah. like have tinglings in their ear that people are talking about them. Often. Hoppy refresher? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Caleb, what did you do? Um, what did you do? <laughs> so I made some um, vanilla simple syrup. And you, you I, made it. It's really easy. Equal parts water, equal parts simple. sugar. <laughs> and then throw in a flavoring if you want. And a whole um, lot of love. <laughs> uh, then I did some bourbon and some fresh squeezed lime juice and a little bit of fizzy water. What wow. gives it that color? Lime juice, maybe. I don't it's know. It's like kind of a. Or, oh, it's probably like color. the lime and the bourbon mixed together to get that sort of. Oh, it's an alchemical effect. Yeah, maybe. Fascinating. Is it a chemical it's, effect? I don't know. It's very. To me, it pretty. looks yellow, but I'm colorblind. So. Are you really? <laughs> uh, that's what the tests say. Yeah. <laughs> that's what they tell me. <laughs> I didn't know that. They, they said, about they, you. you know, I mean, have you taken a test before where they say like. Can you see no. the number in these like little speckly pattern things? And I said, oh, no. Like, yeah. <laughs> no, oh. I can never see the numbers in it. So, I mean, apparently I'm means colorblind. I'm colorblind. Oh, interesting. I know a lot of dudes are colorblind. That's like a thing. Yeah. So, really? I think it's yeah. dogs, not dudes. I think dogs no, are it's, colorblind. No, it's dudes. Oh, okay. I, don't, I mean, might be dogs too, but it's more common in males. At least that oh. used to be the theory. I, b- I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my grandfather was. So. Like, yeah, wow. So, you're just like always seeing in black and white? No, like you're I watching see, I, I see color just 
fine to me it may not always be right <laughs> what about on stoplights like do you see those okay or yeah oh interesting because some people they're colorblind this they just memorize which one goes where because they they can't see those yeah if you ask me what order they go in i could i don't think i could tell you <laughs> <laughs> that's fair yeah, I feel like I thought I knew, but now I'm like sweating. I feel pressure. And what if I don't know the answer to this question? Right. Yeah. Um, anyway, um, so yeah. Yeah. How that was, you, that was a nice little tangent. Yeah, I like it. That's how's, good. How's your eyes? What's your What are you drinking? How's my eyes? My yeah, eyes are great. Oh my! Oh yeah. Sorry, colorblind. My eyes are great. Yes. It's one of the very few things that works on me right now. So that's, <laughs> that's it. But. One of the few like bodily endeavors. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Popping off. Yeah. My back, my knees, you know, my <laughs> my bladder, everything else is shot, but it's okay. <laughs> so <laughs> I can vote. Don't let me go into detail. <laughs> don't, don't, don't let me go on. Okay. <laughs> so tonight I'm drinking a little present that some of my cult show friends gave me for my birthday. Mm. Yes, the bullet. I'm just drinking the bullet straight in a nice little glass that Scott handed and, and Sandra allowed him to gift me. Let's right? say that Scott like made it, like that he blew he, yeah, the glass. He hand and, blew this thing, yes. Yeah, it's so, really quality. Thank you. So just straight Fabulous. old straight old bullet whiskey tonight. There you have it. Before we cheers, Sandra, what's on the bill of fare? Oh, well... Even though Caleb's birthday is this weekend, this is not his birthday episode, so no one wish him a happy birthday That's yet. That's right. That's going to come later. Now, of course, you can wish him a happy birthday. No, don't. You can I wish won't him, accept wish it. Him... I won't accept it. He'll <laughs> <laughs> put like a dislike a or a block dodge. comment. Yeah, exactly. He's um, blind to birthday wishes. <laughs> I'll say shields. Not until the 28th. Ah. Uh, so that's going to be coming up in your futures. We're going to have a Caleb pick. But tonight we are celebrating Black history by reviewing two films that are not only made by Black directors, but are predominantly Black casts and Black stories. So we're going to be talking about Tales from the Hood and Blackula. Yes. yes. All right. Well, then. Fun, fun, fun. Cheers, Cheers, everyone. Ching, ching. Happy Friday. That's some good whiskey. That's some good hops. You like that hops? That's some lemon. I love hops. That's some lemon. That's a lemon. That's a lemon. Should we check in with the chat? All our beautiful, wonderful friends. Who the hell indeed, Sandra? Who's, who's here for happy hour tonight? <laughs> well, we have the lovely Space Face, Macy oh, in the I, house. I know her. Yeah, big fan. We got Michael B. Hello, Michael. Michael. Hungry boy. Hungry. The hungriest of the boys. We've got Mark Vision's Truth all the way from Washington. Hello, Mark. And... Enoch is with us. Hello, Enoch. Welcome. Enoch is in where? Minnesota, right? Yes. Yes. Oh. <laughs> Pismo. Pismo Mark in the house from, of course, Pismo Beach, a beautiful area. Hello. Never been there. Oh, it's very nice. 
I'm going down, going the list. We have uh, Laura and Mindy, of course, are with us as always. Hi, um, Laura, how does it feel? You're one week into your new age. Are you wearing it well? <laughs> Everything going okay? <laughs> oh my gosh! Like it's a suit or something. I love it. Could be. Could be. Could be. Could be. And that looks. <laughs> yes, that's it. That's to everyone who is speaking up so far. Hmm. Interesting. Hmm. I know. Well, we okay. see you out there. See you, Sandra. Yeah. <laughs> What's on your mind tonight? Um, I have a I have a lot on my mind. I'm gonna have to go through this really fast because you know I've been recommending like women in horror things. So um, I have just a couple more movie film directors and some authors too. Because remember that's what I'm kind of that's what I'm kind of pushing this month. All right, Uh, Prevenge, written and directed by Alice Lowe. It's a good one. We need to talk about Kevin Lynn Ramsey. Um, the Soska sisters of American Mary, dead hooker in a trunk, other things. They're lovely. Um, and good night, mommy and the lodge. That's Veronica Franz and Severin Fiala, which I very happy with their work thus far. Um, some authors I wanted to recommend besides a lot of the big female horror authors that you might know. Alexis Henderson, Sherry Priest, Octavia Butler, Rachel Harrison, Anya Allborn, Molly Tanzer, um, Sylvia Moreno-Garcia. And also there are so many good like women and non-binary folk. And all of these people are very diverse in this list and also writing short stories. And some of the ones we've reviewed on Genre Junkies are Betty Bites Back, Strange Girls, and Shadowy Natures. So check those out. And I was just saying on Spooky Slumber Party this week, we all love horror. We want like more diversity in horror as far as gender and ethnicity and everything. So d- demand to be given these things. From who can they demand? Like they should write a letter to the governor or what do you think? Like, what Yeah, works? that's probably a great way. Okay. Is <laughs> no, and no matter what state you live in, write to Gavin Newsom. <laughs> <laughs> do so. No, just, you know, buy people's content and review it yeah. and okay. share it. Thank you. That helps. Yeah. Thanks Thank for coming to my TED seriously. Talk, everyone. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Was there Thank anything you. else? Or is that it? Just Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I'm, I'm acting like I have a big applause. No, I'm no, that's that's all I want to say. No, OK. <laughs> I'm done. Caleb. Um, all right. I'm going to use this moment uh, as a parent. You're always trying to show your kids the things from your childhood that you love. And usually it doesn't go well. <laughs> like usually they're like, yeah, yeah, I don't know about that. <laughs> However, this week, my two children and I have been watching the Muppets show on Disney Plus. And they have been asking for it. <laughs> they have been watching it. They have not been looking at their devices while it is on. Like, we have all been super, super, super into it. uh, And we're just in season one, so. And this uh, is OG Muppet? This is the OG 1976, 77, somewhere around there. Um, Wow. So it's it's very cool. Uh, A lot of the, the guests that they have are people... I don't even know who they are. <laughs> <laughs> That's really funny. Yeah. <laughs> um, but just, 
absolutely, absolutely, absolutely adore that show. It is so much fun. And I'm so, so, so happy that my, my children do as well. It's yes. time to light the lights. <laughs> <laughs> it's time to get things started on the cold show tonight. Hey, we're, and they must like so. us because we're basically Muppets. <laughs> like it's a very fine line between Basically. us and and Jim Henson creation. <laughs> so. I I don't know. We should. I should be so lucky to be a Muppet if you ask me. So I <laughs> take that any day. I'm That's hoping true. to be reincarnated as a Muppet. <laughs> yeah, I did. I want to have. I want to have a, a Jim Henson puppeteers controlling my life. It's really interesting to see like. There isn't really a love dynamic yet between Kermit and Miss Piggy. Right. Uh, oh. Miss Piggy also has like kind of a different voice right now. <laughs> yep. Right. Um, so, so it's it's interesting to see how that's going to change and evolve as like certain characters get more popular. Like Gonzo has very little to do with the show right now. I love Gonzo. So, yeah. Anyway, so Caleb. So yes. I, I as well have been watching the Muppet Show on Disney Plus. <laughs> Absolutely. So I've been waiting for it to come on. Right. Um, yeah. So I'm like probably halfway through season one as well. So all the same observations that you have. Yeah. Uh, like you said, the celebrities are like you know Ruth Buzzy and Jim <laughs> Neighbors and Paul Williams <laughs> and Sandy Duncan and you're just like, I mean, at the, at the, I mean, I I know who all of them are only from probably watching the Muppet Show originally. Maybe and, then, right. and, know, and knowing like Paul Williams, I mean he's he's kind of a legendary dude when it comes to music uh, from seventies and eighties. Um, but the others, I mean Jim Neighbors, of course, we all know from Gomer Pyle. But anyway, yeah. but you're right; they're all the who's who of has been <laughs> the who's who of who was. <laughs> so right, it's kind of like SNL you know. where there's it's been on you know for so long, and a lot of those people they maybe maybe they didn't do a whole lot, or they were popular like right then. Right. But yeah. Right. No, exactly. But it's still the Muppets on, remember on the, the tail Muppets end remember. of their careers, and you yeah, know, that's why the the Muppet Show was able to even get them it's at that up. point. So, <laughs> I mean, because coming up, obviously, as you know, there's going to be like Elton John oh, yeah. on. And no, absolutely, big guys. But yeah. but you're right; it is kind of cool because like Piggy and Fozzie, their voices are a little different for sure, mm-hmm. and as yeah. in their early stuff, and like you don't have. Like they haven't done pigs in space yet, and the whole right. veterinary pigs hospital isn't pigs. isn't huge yet. Like they've had yeah. one or two episodes, but it, it has been wonderful. I I, I yeah, so like much to fun. Echo, <laughs> want to echo that. It's been wonderful to watch that. Oh, but, good. Well, I'm I'm glad you have too. Yeah, you know I'm a Muppet. Yay. I'm a Muppet fiend. Man. I know. I know. I can we grind all love them a Muppet up and around here. Grind them up and snort them. So, <laughs> but, um, the other thing I've been watching. As much as I can get a hold of is that is the Mars landing. Have you guys like oh. even watched the footage tiny, yet? Tiny, tiny bits. Yeah, tiny bits. Oh man, I don't know. <laughs> my 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 five year old came up to me and said, "We landed on Mars." Oh, <laughs> like, well, we so didn't, but <laughs> we did as a people. So, no, there's a person up there. I'm like, no. <laughs> you said it's almost. I thought you could like. You almost was like a. Like Lloyd from Dumb and Dumber, he's like, <laughs> "We landed on the moon." <laughs> anyway, but uh, I don't know if you guys haven't seen it. Man, go watch the footage of when the thing actually lands. I mean, it is so cool that you're actually looking at Mars. I mean, this is a whole this is a whole different planet. And I realize it isn't, <laughs> yes. it isn't the first thing to land on Mars, but 
just the quality of the image. You can really see things now. And I mean, it's, it's just so cool to watch yeah. something actually landing on another planet. I mean, it, it is amazing. Yeah. So I love, I love anything to do with space. I'm right there with you. Yeah. I mean, you know, I'm not a huge sci-fi guy, but this is like, well, real. this isn't sci-fi. No, yeah. right. This is like it's science. not fiction. You're right. It's sci, <laughs> sci, sci, <Or>, non-fi. <laughs> we should have been like, sci- Neil, we're about to blow your mind. <laughs> <laughs> I was even listening to a, an audio clip that they have. They have like wind from Mars now. Yes. <laughs> Wait, how cool is that? Mars and you're and like, wind? oh my God, this is awesome. Wind. <laughs> <laughs> but I know, I know exactly what you mean, but it's like, ah, <laughs> love it. I, th- I don't know. I just, I'm to so, Mars. so fascinated by it. Cheers to Mars. To Mars. <laughs> to, I mean, the fact that we can do that, us is you know a, a civilization can make this thing and make it happen you know it's incredible yeah. it's, it's incredible yeah. i awesome. fucking love so. science it's, it's amazing <laughs> yeah it's the best anyway. <laughs> all right that's um that's all i wanted to talk about so i guess we can head good night, on over everybody. real quick good, yeah, <laughs> oh. good night right. have i talked enough can i shut up now <laughs> yeah you're done caleb you can go well, thanks for joining us thanks. on the cold show Yay! the cold show tonight <laughs> <laughs> Bye, producer okay. Scott. You're so goddamn. He's funny. on fire. Okay, let's head on over to this week in entertainment history corner. It's a corner now. If we can't, it's a corner. <laughs> so, all right. I missed when it changed shape. Okay. <laughs> we we put we put baby in the corner tonight. Okay. So, uh, hey, did you guys know that on February 23rd, 1940? Disney's Pinocchio was released. That's great news. I love um, Pinocchio is a very traumatizing film for myself <laughs> and many people. Yeah. Yes, lots of young young kids. I imagine. Um, I love Figaro the cat, though. I love. Yes, Figaro. of course. So Who doesn't love damn cute? Yes, but between boys turning it, or was it just the boys who turned into the donkeys, or was it? Yeah, they were the, the naughty bad, boys. The, yeah. the naughty boys. Yeah, yeah. whatever. Yeah. And being There's swallowed that, by um, whales. The whole premise is a little creepy if you think about it. I try not to think about it. Yeah, (laughs) I don't know the movie like that well enough to probably go into the levels. Yeah, you'll explain it to me. I'm sure it has to do with things, things (laughs) that I don't want to know about. Things I shouldn't know about. Things Things you shouldn't know about. I couldn't know about. Okay. February 23rd, 1996 was the release of Danny Boyle's Train Spotting in the United Kingdom. I love that movie. I I love Danny Boyle, but I love that movie. Yes. The first time I remember seeing Ewan, Ewan McGregor. Yeah. For sure. UA6 on Third Street. (laughs) Oh my God. That's really funny. Uh, Also, February 23rd, in 1997. NBC showed Schindler's List uncensored and uncut. Oh, jeez! Mm. I still have never seen it. So I, it's it's important, but it's not like you know, mm. it's mm. not easy. It's one of those hard watches. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, here's another one on February 23rd. Sandra, Caleb. Yes. Did you yes. Know that in 1889, Victor Fleming was born, the director of Gone with the Wind and The Wizard of Oz, Victor Fleming. Not Victor I was going to say, I don't know. Who? <laughs> I, know you, I know you were, but 
Uh-huh. Anyway. He was born then. He was born in 1889, and then he went on, of course, to direct the two most popular, not, I, mean, I mean, two most popular films in 1939, because obviously they both were nominated for Academy Awards. Gone with the Wind won the Academy Award. But yeah. then, they, of course, they are considered perennial classics, of course, in film history. So, Isn't there some tidbit where it's like he used all the color film in Gone with the Wind, and that's why the first half of um, Wizard, Wizard of Oz is in black and white? There's some, there's some little thing rattling around in my brain that I seem to remember Robert Osborne telling me on Turner Classic Movies. Um, oh, wow. Look I it had up never later. heard that. Okay. I'll look <laughs> it up later. I'll verify. Please do. Yeah. Uh, I just think it's pretty amazing, that man. I mean, that he kind of like... Sh- shot the proverbial wad basically you know i mean in, in two films in one year so he sure did <laughs> shot the wand to the basket if you will he shot something hopefully he took the eggs out first um let's see on february 24th there were two comedy geniuses that passed away different years but two geniuses and don knotts and harold ramus Yes. On February 24th, we lost wow. two, two uh, yeah, legends, if you will. Um, finally, here's one Sandra's really going to like on February 26th, 1975. It was a televised, uh, first televised kidney transplant on TV. Oh, that's awesome. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> All I right. wonder why I- they chose the kidney. I-, I, don't, I don't know. That's a good question. Maybe <laughs> it's, it's the most least defensive organ. Don't I know. know. Neil told me uh, to talk and he's going to get my verbal diarrhea. <laughs> <laughs> Neil's making me talk. <laughs> Neil's a bully. We all know it. Oh, we Jesus. all know it. It's because I'm wearing a hoodie. Um, <laughs> finally, I know he's got, he's got his sassy hoodie on tonight. No cardigan. Finally, finally, today is the wedding anniversary of a very special super couple. And that would be Giselle Bungeon and man who wears way too much Vaseline lip therapy and <laughs> <laughs> Sir cheats a lot himself, Tom Brady. So today the was yes. is the a wedding himself. anniversary. Yeah, it's great. Yes. <laughs> well, Happy I'll anniversary. Sure I'll, I'll send to, them a gift. Do send them a <laughs> What do they have? Of, oh, wait, they have more money than God. They, I know. They should, they, should be send, they should be sending us gifts. They should be sending us money. Yeah, I agree. You could send Bastards. Tom... Tom, um, a properly inflated football, or mm-hmm. that's a good gift. Yeah, that one works yeah. well. Maybe maybe send them some uh, practice tapes of other NFL teams. That could work too. So that'd be fine. I think I'm gonna do the ball. Okay, I'll yeah. take care of the the tapes on the team then. <laughs> Done. Done. Oh. <laughs> and Boom. that's it. That's all we got for that. And then finally, Can we leave finally, that corner. Oh, yes, sorry. Please go ahead. put it out of the corner. Get out of the corner. We're done. Uh, new subscriber alert. We've got it? Cam Girl, C A M, Cam Girl, Ricky Aldrich, and Kyle Curry. Hi, friends. Three, three new uh, Cam Girl, oh. I think, is a, is a music group, I believe. I went to look them up to see exactly what that was, and it was a, I was expecting maybe wow. one thing, but it ended up being a, <laughs> another a thing. Group. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. Nice. Well, thank you, all three of you. Thank for you, new friends. We love you. We're okay. almost there. Almost there. We're getting there, man. All right, Sandra. All right, friends. You can, you can take it. 
<laughs> We're starting with Blackula, yeah? According to it. the show notes. Whatever you want. <laughs> well, <laughs> it's in the notes, so we're doing it. All right, it. we'll do that. All right. Then. So, to kick off tonight's festivities, let us tell you about Blackula. This is a film from 1972, rated PG. Did you guys catch that? I that could have been that. on our PG. <laughs> that could have been on our <laughs> PG list. Yeah. Um, one of those weird old rating things. Um, it was directed by William Crane. And it was written by a surprise woman in horror, Joan Torres. Wow. Yay. Wow. That was not planned. Um, and also some dude named Ra- uh, Raymond Koenig. I'm sure he's lovely, but I want to <laughs> celebrate. <laughs> there was a woman. Anyway, um, here's the story, if you're not familiar. An African prince travels to Transylvania in the 1800s to seek Count Dracula's help in ending the slave trade. Dracula shows his true... Cro- <laughs> oh my gosh, I can't speak. Dracula shows his true colors as a racist piece of trash by cursing and biting Prince Mamuwalde, turning him into a vampire. The now Blackula lands in 1970s LA, wreaks havoc, and falls in love. That's it. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah, Excellent. it's a little, little hard as a big Dracula fan to see Dracula <laughs> be like a racist <laughs> creep who's yeah. like slaves. Slavery's great. Hey, can I buy your wife? Like the fuck? Mm-hmm. Uh, I know. Yeah. yeah, it's it's the highest form of flattery. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's one offers me, to buy me your wife. To buy your wife, uh, you should be flattered. <laughs> yeah. And Mama Walde and his wife uh, react in kind, but Dracula right. doesn't doesn't like that. So, um, but wasn't Dracula get, a little? Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Silly looking. <laughs> he had. Uh, he was a little silly looking. It was. Um, it was a wig issue, I think. It was a something with the was it just a wig. I don't know. I feel like he should have been like a bad guy in like a Errol Flynn movie or something. Yeah, you know? yeah, like, yeah. He was definitely channeling like he was in his own film. Then everybody but sort else of was like in. that yeah. blonde, like sort of like swoop that kind of comes. It was a that. little swoop. Yeah, <laughs> he was trying to steal my look. I didn't appreciate it. I didn't. I, I didn't like that at all. Um, Sandra, you look a lot better than he does. So <laughs> thank you. Don't even worry about it. Uh, speaking of looking good, uh, Mamualde's wife, uh, Luva, her makeup is on point in that scene, and it was pulling so much focus for me. I was like, <laughs> I was like a moth to a flame looking at that woman's face. So, um, should we just kind of give some like little general thoughts? Yeah, let's go. Um, I'm on a roll, so I'm just gonna keep keep going. We'll do our normal do it. order. Do it, so, do it, do as, it. as someone myself who has watched her fair share of 60s and 70s vampire movies uh, especially you know like the hammer ones and stuff um it, it's no more cheesy or silly than any of those and i think a lot of people think before they see it that it's gonna be i don't know kind of screwball or something and, and it's really not it's actually kind of a a serious film like those other vampire ones are. And this was a second viewing for me. And I think it's a, I think it's a really good movie and I love me a seventies moment. So. (laughs) All right. Well, this was the first time I had ever seen it. Um, And I thought it was wonderful. I mean, for a, I'm going to use that word again. It's, I feel that it's charming. Um, It is charming. It is charming. (laughs) Yeah. 
Oh. Oh, sorry. Ah. Jeremy, <laughs> um, our favorite word. Uh, you know, the music is just excellent. Um, the the just the fact that it's this was the very first black um, creature um, on film. You know, that's wonderful. And you know, hey, what took you t- so long? Uh- <laughs> <laughs> it's like, wait, let me check my watch. Yeah, that kind of took a while. Okay. <laughs> noted so, yeah no I, I i thought it was just so wonderful yeah just oh i'm glad you liked it, it. Yay. Yeah. yeah okay that was my second time as well i watched it once probably you know many 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 years ago okay. uh, and then and then came back to it again um and yeah i had a great time with it again watching because it's just for me it's just a very fun film i love the look at the like sandra you're saying the 70s the costumes, mm-hmm. the makeup. Lo- yes, love know. 60s, 70s vampires. Yeah. Yes, and the, the, yeah. just the style, the music. Like Caleb said, love the music. Um, love the acting. Even uh, there's an actor in yes. it who played. He played. Oh God, he was a friend. He kept bumping into in the nightclub. Oh, skillet, big, big skillet, skillet. <laughs> skillet. Thank you. I was calling uh, him Skrillex. Yeah, Skillet. G two Kombuka. I think it's something like that is I hope I'm pronouncing it correctly, but um, I recognized him. He's did a bunch of stuff in the eighties. He got pretty popular playing supporting roles, but he was, I I remember him from several films. So I I didn't remember him being in that. So seeing him pop up when he was much younger, it was really cool. I'm like, I love that guy. Like, wait Um, a minute. Yeah. I thought, uh, yeah, I thought um, uh, Mama Waldi's wife, I thought she was beautiful. Um, both, both, her, both her 19 or whatever right, she was, 1600 version whatever, and, yeah, whatever yeah. and her <laughs> 70s yeah, her version you know yeah yeah very striking woman um and i you know i had some really great parts in it that i love uh i really like this scene where um <laughs> when the the taxi driver the gal when she's yes. in the room and the mortician's on the phone answering and then she comes running out of the slow motion running out of that thing screaming I wrote yeah, that was, down. That yeah, shot is that was awesome. Amazing. It's pretty fun. Yeah. They did a, a great job with just the yeah, the slow motion and the screaming noise and everything. I thought that was yeah. really cool. Um, I, I personally think we must we must pay homage to William Marshall because my God. So he was an opera singer and and an actor and all those things. And mm-hmm. he could literally read anything with that voice. He could read you like mm-hmm. boilerplate legal speak and you'd just be like, yes. Or yeah. like he could like like I want him to tell me any bad news that like happens in my <laughs> life. I'd be like, okay. <laughs> it's so much better I, I, coming from you. Yeah, I was watching clips of him in, in like interviews, and that's just how he talks, you know. And and there were there's some there's clips of him on YouTube performing like Othello, you know, doing Shakespeare, and just like just the way he enunciates and with that like just kind of low like uh, chest uh, register. It, it, yeah, yeah, it's just it's amazing. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Tell yeah. me anything, like you said. <laughs> <laughs> Did my dog die? You know, how much do I owe in taxes? It's fine. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. He brings a lot of charm and charisma to that role, which is what a, which is what a Dracula should be. You know, right? what that, yeah, that know. figure should be. Yeah. yeah. Um, which is what Count Dracula was not. <laughs> <laughs> Especially this Dracula. Ugh, that lech. No, I'm saying in, in, so. in this version. Yeah. yeah. Count yeah. Dracula was everything that. that... <laughs> 
Blackula was not. <laughs> Nobody wants that Dracula. Nobody. No. Um. Uh, one thing that I noted was, <laughs> this is one of those, and we've had him a, a few times before, crazy long credit sequence in the beginning <laughs> where it's like, and there's like this funny little animation going on. Oh, I love I that. It was, it was cute, but it was like one of those things I was like watching it. And I'm like, I feel like I've been watching this forever. I mean, it's cute, but I don't, I don't, when does it, when do we, I'll just wait. <laughs> I think they spent probably a quarter of the budget in that opening title sequence. Yeah, there. I so, really liked it. I was yeah. like, this is cool. <laughs> it's really cute. Like the yeah. red blob turn into a person and then like, <laughs> I, mean, like yep. I mean, there's bats. There's and there, yeah, and there's bats and it's on. like rolling down hills and going up hills. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like really funny. It's just like, and it's like not really anything to do with the film because it makes it seem like you're watching like, I don't know, like Pink Panther or something. It's like, <laughs> not this is not relevant um i really like for especially for the time that it is a gay couple that is buying yeah. his stuff <laughs> to right. it, basically interracial um, interracial uh gay couple and they're you know a bit stereotypical like kind of thing but it's okay it's okay because right. at least they were there so it's like i'll take it um on that note too it's always really jarring to hear those slurs. Uh, I mean, any slurs, yeah, but especially this gay one gets dropped a few times and you're just like, there's a wince because it's like, I don't know. And also kind of the way they're treated is like, you know, that they're not important. And that's actually kind of part of the, the point in the movie is that nobody cares that um, gay and black people are dying. So, I mean, it serves a purpose, but it's still kind of like harsh, you know? <laughs> A little harsh. Okay. Yeah. 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 I, you know, look, I'm not going to say it's okay, but it was the time, and oh, it's the know, time. You know, that was just. Uh, it was I, uh, the time. I actually, I, I love when they are buying everything. Yeah. And, and then, like, right after they sign the piece of paper, they're like, "Oh man, we just totally ripped you off. Yes! We're going to sell this. <laughs> we're going to sell all this stuff." They're for- like, "You don't know a lot about the <laughs> antique market, do you?" Um, also I, I would love to work at their antique dealership and like, especially get my hands on all those Transylvanian Dracula goodies. Like, oh, that would have been a smorgasbord, orgasbord, morgasbord for me. Like (laughs) uncovering that hall. Um, look at Templeton over here. I'm excited. Oh my God. I love anytime I can reference Paul Lind or Templeton the rat. And it doesn't happen often enough. Paul in my day to day. He does a Muppet show too, if I'm not mistaken. He does. Yeah. Oh, I'm yeah. sure, I'm okay. sure yeah. he probably did a couple Muppet episodes. Yeah. <laughs> and he was also a Hollywood square. <laughs> oh, yeah, he was huge. He was a center, wasn't he? Wasn't he, he the was center, a center square? He was a center square. God damn it. He was a center square. <laughs> Nobody puts Paul Lind in the corner. <laughs> oh, Paul um, Lind. Was it was he the was he in was he the guy in Bye Bye Birdie? Was he the dad? Anyone, Scott? In Bye Bye Birdie? No? Okay. We don't know. Uh, okay. Someone um, in chat will know. Someone in chat will know. Probably. So other other really cool thing um is of course Gordon Thomas, who is a black doctor and scientist again in nineteen seventy two. Like right. Yeah, that's and um that actor is of course he's he's iconic. He's 
He did a lot of work. I what is his name? Thalmus Rasul Rasul yes, Rasulala. I can't say names and I can't yeah. write read no, my own writing. That's, uh, that is a tongue twister indeed. So <laughs> I, yeah, I also can't read my own writing. It's a problem. <laughs> <laughs> my notes seriously are like my goblin writing. But see, that's a, that's another thing this movie really never like goes towards is like you know everyone's like a professional. You know, there are no like you know, drug dealers, or pimps, or, you know what I mean? Like, right. I don't know. I just feel like everyone's sort of treated with respect in this movie for the most part. <laughs> I, I totally, I totally see what you mean. Yeah. yeah. Kind of like given roles that um weren't completely stereotypical. Yeah. Except yeah. for the poor yeah. funeral homeowner. <laughs> Freaking uh, <laughs> when Thalmus goes in there and tries to, you know, take the body or whatever the hell and, Gordon, yeah, but, we'll just call him Gordon. <laughs> Gordon, whatever that the line he has when he, when he leaves, like, I, yeah. can't, I can't, I can't say what he says, but yeah, I'll, I'll get he canceled. So but it's just like he just basically was like, man, that guy's rude. Yeah, <laughs> he was adorable. He was adorable. Like he was. He definitely made the most the most of that kind of smaller role. Um, <laughs> oh my gosh! And like, yeah, because he so. Gordon, he's like calling out the detective. He calls it um, sloppy, uh, sloppy police jobs involving black victims. So nothing's changed there, like from the seventies till now. Good to know. Um, and he tried to blame the Black Panthers. Yes. And it, yeah, it was just. And Gordon's like, <laughs> right? I know. He's like, come on, come on, come on. really? Yeah. <laughs> <Like>. <laughs> yep. That makes no sense whatsoever. <laughs> Can we talk about, because I know you guys are dying to, the musicians yes. in the club <laughs> and their performances, because that's not what, you're not expecting that. And, and the attention that they are given, like, they get to perform like entire numbers. songs. Yeah. <laughs> it's basically, it's your musical interlude for the, for the evening, the Hughes Corporation, for your enjoyment. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> and they and were amazing. funkadelic, baby, funkadelic. Dancing My favorite their... part was their costumes. Okay. The guys have these like tunics that are also capes. And it's like, I, I love that. I love it so much. But they're like... like trimmed with like silver, like a very shiny, yeah. shiny silver, like around exactly. the neck and the, yeah. Yes. <laughs> and they're singing songs that are like perfect for the moment too. It's just one of those things that it's like, again, it's like, I think so many people don't realize that this is actually going to be a good movie when they watch it and that it's going to like, you know, it's going to have musical numbers and it's going to have characters you care about. And it's like, yeah, blows well, your I mean, mind it, a little. at first you're like, oh, they're, you know, you're thinking like, I ah, just going to pad the running time, you know, and like throw in these long songs. But then like, so the first song is called there he is again. Um, and there's like a line that says like, look the other way when he comes by you, don't let him follow through. Uh, the second one's going to called, I'm going to get you self-explanatory. Yeah. And then the other one is, uh, what the world, I can't read my writing knows. It's contagious. Um, so, and it's just like the, the theme of the song is nothing matters except being with her man. Um, which is like, what's her name? Tina. Saturday? Tina, yeah. Tina, yeah, falling yeah. in love with Mama Walder. So it's perfect. Mm. It's so yeah. perfect. They're like our little Greek chorus, like in kind the, of, yeah. you know, yeah. kind of like <laughs> telling us what's going on. Absolutely. Um, 
I will say my only, and I don't even want to say it's a complaint. I mean, obviously I'm being kind of nitpicky, but it's, you know, it's a little insta love, like how <laughs> Tina falls so quickly. Mm, yeah. And, um, you know, she said, she makes some comment how she feels like it's true. You know, they're supposed to be together her past life. But I mean, it's hella quickly. I, I wouldn't have minded a scene or two of her. I don't know, having a little bit of like, what are these feelings? Why do I feel like I know this guy? You know, I don't know something. It was very much like he, he gives her her purse and she's like, I'm in love. I'm in <laughs> love. And meanwhile, Skrillex just can't get past the fact that he wears a cape. A cape. What's he saying? Like, that dude's weird. <laughs> yeah. Ex yeah. And it's like, Okay, so you're a little jealous because, and in the 70s, people wear capes all the time. Do they all the time? I, I, you know, I don't know. The capes were capes at the beginning of the movie, even. Capes were in in the 60s and 70s, but right. he's so just do you, jealous. Do you think that Mama Walde, like, sort of hypnotized Tina? No, I mean, I think it follows kind of the you know, that's a Dracula theme, you know, kind of the reincarnated love, you love, know? Right. Yeah. I don't think he really hypnotizes her. I think she just, because their souls have been together before, she just, <laughs> you know, she because falls later hard. He does, that's true, because later he does say, you have to come to me by your own free will or something like that. Appreciate so. that, by yeah. the way. Appreciate <laughs> That was not lost on me. I was like, Mama Walde's a class act. <laughs> 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 the now, only thing now, when he was chasing her the very first time when she drops the purse does yeah. does she not see him i'm i think or she does okay because like the very next day she doesn't recognize him right <laughs> Um, well, and, but he admits and, and, to her and that not he to make her. a postman reference here <laughs> but she will but it was literally the next day. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, he admits to her that he chased her because <laughs> of the uncanny resemblance to his late wife. So I, I think she, I think she recognized him. Okay, but she was she was just um, okay with it. Like, oh, silly me. She was. I, oddly, I got scared yeah. and I ran away. Yeah, right, ran to my right. apartment, locked the door. Like, <laughs> no, like, but it's a, it's okay. It's all a misunderstanding. All right. All right. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, a little, a, a bit of silliness, perhaps, but Mama Walde will do that to you. What how about his, how about his, uh, when he returned, when he would vamp out, he would get that extra facial hair. The extra facial hair and the, and the unibrow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The, um, um, so that was like, I'm not going to say a bold choice, but. It's a no. It's a. It's just. It's a different choice than what we're used to now. Because now all yeah. of our vampires are like beautiful and yeah. You know, um, and he's a handsome man. He didn't need all that, right? But they all did. They all kind of got yes. Every vampire functified whenever they. I mean, there was yeah. like their regular vampire look, and then there were like their fangs outlook. Yeah. <laughs> Which exactly. basically meant that they got hairy. <laughs> they got yeah. Everybody just like it's actually a bit more werewolf now that I'm thinking about kind it. Of, yeah. Than yeah. a traditional vampire. Um. Yeah. I did. I. I'm not gonna. I. I didn't love the choice. I didn't love the choice of the hair. <laughs> didn't love it. You don't know. I mean, 
seventies, you didn't really trim your parts as much as you do these days. So, you know, it's just extra facial hair. Yeah. I, I get, I just, I, the, the unibrow was like, I was kind of laughing cause there was like, it's this a little distracting, big, big thick thing of hair. And then he yeah. has like this sort of oval cutout on his forehead yes. of just skin. And then like his, you know, he had the widow's peak, of course, you know, as right. all vampires must have, but it just sort of created this like kind of funny looking negative space it, <laughs> like, it, where, where his forehead is. It was, I agree, Caleb. It was one of those things where it's like, maybe somebody should have spoke up and been like, are we, are we married to this? Because I, I think, okay, okay, fine. we'll go with it. It's fine. Okay. So speaking of speaking up though, when the script was originally written, um, the character of Blackula was going to be a pimp named Andrew Brown. Get the um, fuck out. Yeah, and it was actually William Marshall that said, like, hey, you know what? I think we could probably change this a bit. And he's actually the one that came up with the whole Momowalde character that, you know, goes and sees Count Dracula to ask him to end, you know, the slave trade. And um, right. so basically, I, like, just gave the character a little more dignity and not kind of fall into those, like, tropes that we were saying, like, thank God they weren't there. Right. Wow. That makes me um, like this movie and and him even more because that's like awesome. I mean, like nothing against like black exploitation as a genre, but I like that he's like, I kind of want to elevate this, you know, yeah. and like it leaned a little bit more into the gothicism. I like right. that. Yeah. 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 And also, like, Blackula, like, he, you know, it's kind of like, it becomes kind of a powerful thing, and because this is this huge cultural thing, but it, it it's interesting, because when Dracula names him that, it's kind of an insult, mm-hmm. but it's like, yeah, but it's, it's kind of turned into, like, a, a positive and, like, an ownership thing, and, um, I think that's interesting as well because Dracula has that long freaking monologue where he's like, I curse you. I curse you with this. I curse you with that. I curse you over here. And it's like, okay, we get it. You don't like him. You you think black people should be slaves. You're a sucky Dracula. Yeah. And yet, Uh, why the blood tear? (laughs) While he's saying all of that. (laughs) Oh my God. I know. Like the audacity, the audacity to have a blood tear right now. Yeah. So would you say then that Blackula, that Mamwaldi is a anti-hero or is he an yeah. actual? I'd say he's a romantic. Say, I'd say, well, I mean, because he does go around killing people. So yeah, yeah. I think he's got to be kind of an anti-hero. Yeah, he's got anti-hero vibes, but all vampires, you know, they could skew that way. I, I think of them as just more like these tragic romantic figures. Okay. Right. Murder is a side cur- effect. Cur- curse to, you know, yeah, have to kill people to survive. Yeah. Kind of thing. Okay. All right. All right. And any final thoughts anybody had on Blackula? I just want to keep throwing it back to the, the Hughes <laughs> Corporation and their, <laughs> and their, uh, <laughs> and their, you know, wonderful scene. And they're, you know, they're, of course, you know, we all know them for Don't Rock the Boat. Don't rock the boat, baby. Rock the boat. Don't tip the boat over. Tip the boat over. <laughs> rock the boat. There you go. So that was your standout moment. 
there you go. That was, I mean, I just, that's a part I love. Like I said, it just, um, the music was great for me. And of course, the very end where poor uh, Mamwaldi decides to go walk into the sunlight and turns into a pile of maggots. That was always very, wonderful. <laughs> you know? yes, it kind of shows definitely his romantic side. I, do, I did say that. Why is he filled with worms? Yes. I forgot I had that yeah. note. Like, kind of like Halloween 3. Like, what? <laughs> It's like, he, it's like, yeah, it's like he, yeah, he's why a corpse. Bugs? And so like, you think that he's like all suave and like beautiful and powerful. And then it's like, but he's still a corpse and there are things living in him. <laughs> it's like, right. Noted. Um, <laughs> same thing. Uh, oh, go ahead. Go for it. No, I, I just, okay. So <laughs> William Marshall, he's a big guy. He's like six foot five. Um, and there is the scene at, towards the end where all the all the police are coming at him. By the way, why are all the police wearing helmets like when they're driving in cars? Because they can't take any chances. <laughs> but but <laughs> there's this scene where he's like on this upper level and he like <laughs> picks up a fucking barrel like Donkey Kong and throws <laughs> it at a cop way yep. down below and totally beans him with it. <laughs> I remember that. I was oh. laughing so hard when that happened. Yeah, I think I, I loved that. It was almost like out of spite. He's like, <laughs> yeah. But he hit him with it. Like, I, I mean, yeah. like, did he get it on the first take? Yeah, <laughs> I, I think he like... got on the first take. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Um, same kind of thing. I forgot about this note, too. I love the irony of a vampire going out into the sun to turn to vapor and ash by a no smoking sign. <laughs> hilarious and i <laughs> i don't think they meant that but i laughed very hard yes oh. yeah. we also kind of you know i mean obviously there were like budget constraints but yeah. the fact that there was no fire no smoke no you know they would just kind of go out into the sun and go like ah, ah, ah yeah you know, and yeah then fall over dead <laughs> ah <laughs> <laughs> That's my vampire impression. Ouch, ouch. Yeah, <laughs> ouch. Fuck, this is a bad idea. Yeah. Not good. Sunlight. Oh, good. Hated it. So is there a second feature? Yes, there is a second feature, Neil. I'm glad you brought that up. The wow. second feature of the evening is 1995's Tales from the Hood, directed by Rusty Cundeef, who also wrote it along with Darren Scott. We love to see it. We love to see it. Love it. So, three drug dealers are lured to the foreboding and creepy Sims funeral home where proprietor, Mr. Sims, tells them four anthology tales of fright based around concepts that affect the African-American community. Yeah. Um... Can we? Can, can, can I go? I go first. I go first. In yeah, a little order. Okay. So Please. I rented this in the late nineties, and I loved it. Then I love it even more now. I have not seen the second or third installments, and uh, I'm 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 admonished. I, I'm ashamed of myself. Like I'm like these are so fucking good. Why haven't I seen the other two yet? But I don't think they're quite as well regarded as as the first one but my god like the relevance this could have been made last week like it, it's insane like it's, it's same thing kind of like with blackula it's like it's a little depressing how little has changed and how much it is still like 
accurate, but it's also like, I don't know. It just, it, it's a testament to also the really good filmmaking, my opinion. Mm. You know, I know that I also saw this at some point in the 90s. Um, I don't remember where <laughs> or when, right. whether it was in the theater or rented. Uh, but I really didn't remember, not, I didn't remember anything about it. I just remember that I liked it. Um, right. And so watching it last night was sort of like for the first time. And, and again, I was like, hmm, wow, nothing's really changed. You know, kind of like you just said, like yeah. the things are harping on then or the same things are harping on right now. Um, it's a problem. Uh, it, it's not really so much as a, a horror film. It's more like just political, you know, or social commentary. Not political. Well, some of it political, but yeah. Um, but I enjoyed it. I, I think the movie holds up, you know, I mean, for a low budget 90s film, it holds up fine. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. How about you, Neil? Yeah. You know, I would say if you were to kind of just take this and Blackula, kind of put them side by side and go, OK, as far as, you know, production and maybe what holds up in its, you know, then versus current time, I would say this. Tales from the Hood doesn't hold up quite as well to me as, say, Blackula would in, in some regards. I mean, all the themes are absolutely relevant, no question right. there. Um, I think some of the acting in the film is, you know, a little... Yeah, so, a little so, rough. You know, yeah. a little rough at times. Um, particularly, like, like, the cops. Like, the cops in the first episode, they weren't... The acting it, wasn't yeah. the best, necessarily, <laughs> right. for them. It was the, so, some actors were budgetary choice. Yeah, yeah, it seems like it. Yes, for sure. But uh, yeah, I mean, and then because the, then you have like some. I mean, in the in the second episode, uh, Walter with you know with the kid, right? I mean, you know, I mean, think uh, David that, Alan was, Greer, David Alan Greer, and, and Rusty. That was the teacher was Rusty kind of. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, they, I think they did they did fine, did really well. Um, and the little boy was fine, but the like, the cops in the first one. Yeah, I remember I was thinking when the uh, the last cop who survives before he gets his comeuppance. And he's okay. kind of going. Th- he's going through the alley. It's like like something happened to his arms, and he was just kind of like, you know, like his his hands became really heavy, so he couldn't lift them. He was them. like, he had kind of a T Rex move. He did, and he but he was yeah. just like going like, I'm sorry. Uh. I'm not sorry. <laughs> but I, I I don't know. It's just like I was like, what what happened to you? Did you like step on a tranquilizer? Or what's going on? He's but. a T-Rex. This is what happened. <laughs> yeah, he was uh, perhaps a velociraptor. I don't know. <laughs> um, let's actually, could we kind of talk about each each tale? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, of course, there's the wraparound story, uh, which I kind of said. By the way, if the Sims funeral home is ever hiring, I would like to submit my resume because <laughs> um, I love it. I love Mr. Sims. I love him so much. I love the funeral home. I love how fucking creepy and bizarre he is. Of course, I love at the end, he's the devil. I mean, sign me up, but I digress. Um, So the first one, I didn't write down, I didn't look up the actual titles of these. Told uh, Rogue Cop Revelation. Yeah, I called it Clarence. (laughs) But, yeah. (laughs) Um, So this is the one we were talking about that Again, police brutality and crooked cops. 26 years later, nothing's yep. changed. Nope. Um, creepy as hell image of Morehouse on the cross. That like has stuck with me since the first time I saw it. You know, like in Clarence's vision. Oh, and we should also mention, of course, that um, Spike Lee was a producer on, on this 
yes. venture as well. So, um, yeah, and I love that. Oh, just really, I, I stand a decapitation moment. So we love that when one of the cops gets their head, yeah. uh, you know, uh, taken off. And also, um, just I know the police guy runs weird, but um, <laughs> little T Rex man. But I love it how he melts and then he mm. becomes part of the mural. Right. I, I think this one has some of like the coolest imagery. This first episode. Okay. Of of the, all of them, yeah. This one and the, yeah. the last one. Yeah, I mean, just as far as, like, iconic image moments and color and stuff that, like, stands out to me. I like all the stories, but um, I think this was a good opening choice for sure. Yeah, I would agree with you on that. I would also say it was probably, well, maybe the most relevant for the time, possibly. I mean, maybe, possibly. I don't know. 95. I'm trying to remember what was happening in 95, but... right. Um, well, it was a little bit after Rodney King, but it was right. So it was like kind of a post Rodney King world people were living in. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know. For me, it's like you know, like please forgive the term, but junkie needles like being shot at you. You know, like always make yeah. me kind of go like, <laughs> <laughs> and then the person <laughs> one that goes straight into his mouth. <laughs> ah! Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's um. If you don't like needles, this one's gonna. No, I don't have a needle phobia. That's I mean, that's the thing. That's not you know. It's not like I'm creeped out by needles, but and then there's like the main the main bad cop, the big guy. Like I was kind of calling him like a David Hasselhoff wannabe. Rings Hauser, I think (laughs) that's who the actor was. Might as well be David Hasselhoff. What do I know him? I mean, I was looking him up, and he's been in like an episode of every single TV show from that time period. <laughs> He's ever, always played like a you know. crooked cop, probably. <laughs> this is the role he was born to play. Yeah. But he just looks very familiar. Like I've seen him in something before. And I guess that's probably why. Probably but, lots of things actually. Yeah. 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 Did you guys have any other notes about that first episode? Not for me. No? I don't think. No, I, I, don't I think, think so. I gave you my, my, my T-Rex arm guy. So he was your big takeaway. <laughs> Yes. Um, so the second episode, uh, which I lovingly call Walter and the Monster. What's the real title? <laughs> uh, boys do get bruised. Oh, God. I mean, I yeah. think it's a good, it's relevant, a toxic masculinity sort of vibe. Um, little Walter is absolutely adorable. Um, something I noted is every 90s kid's dream, an aquarium in your bedroom. it's the truth um i love that he has this power within himself you know it's very deep you know but it's like he's the one that like you know he has the ability to to stop this and stuff and i i think that's really sweet i love that i love empowering small children yeah despite my cold heart i do (laughs) that that little walter whatever the the actor's name is he played little baby michael jordan in space jam he was okay. jordan oh my god how precious uh, what did you guys know. think evil yeah. david allen greer yeah yeah obviously i don't know if i i was kind of hoping maybe david allen greer would be like 
actually be a monster like maybe you know be kind of you know, have an actual like have this power that he transforms like or have a form know. yeah have an, yeah. A mo- an actual monstrous form you know versus the symbolism of of course him just being a being a right. monster but but you know it didn't ruin anything for me by any means but i i did enjoy that episode i liked the no i yeah yeah i did too i i had a quote from um not a quote, but a little story about just that episode. Um, Mm -hmm. uh, It's loosely based on an incident from Kundus' childhood. He remembered visiting a friend's house who lived down the block from his childhood home in Pittsburgh and seeing his friend's younger sister gagged and hogtied in the basement. Kundus said he went home to told his dad, who was a detective in the juvenile division of the Pittsburgh police. He said, I can't mess with those whites. And that's sort of where that story came from. But Jesus, that's heavy. Right? Wow. Many levels. Mm-hmm. But, so that stuck with him enough that he sort of incorporated that into a into a into his movie. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. That's, um, yeah, it's some nightmare fuel and some nice trauma he carried his entire life. But at least he kind of used it to make art and to make a point. Good yeah. God! Um, on do you, that like, do you note, guys like a yeah. like a flat oh, yeah. David Allen Greer, a pancake? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do actually. <laughs> I like you're, it. You're kind of waiting for comedy because it's David Allen Greer, you right. know, and like you kind of don't want to laugh at that because he's getting what he deserves. And yet, at the same time, seeing him like that is kind yeah. of funny. It is kind of funny. There's, I mean, there's a, <laughs> a campiness to the effects, right? right yeah. Like being from the 90s. And that one, yeah, it comes across. It's like, I'm with you on the message. I'm with you. I'm with you. He is a pancake. Noted. <laughs> yep. Yeah. <laughs> um, can we talk about my favorite episode? Yes. No. Yes, of course. This, Too this bad, one is, Neil, this one is called <laughs> KKK Comeuppance. Ah. Okay, so this is the one with the dolls. So I don't get to talk about it enough on any of my shows, but I am fucking obsessed with dolls. I like I like pretty dolls. I like silly dolls. I like creepy dolls. The creepier, the better dolls. And I like doll movies in horror. And I love any time that dolls enact vengeance against bad people. So this was the one that, like, from my original viewing like really really stuck with me like the story everything and it was like when we were going to rewatch it i'm like ah the dolls (laughs) i was so excited and um i mean it it's wonderful like they're they're scary wonderful practical little dolls um going after this garbage racist politician um i i mean it's just it's perfect it's perfect yeah it's a lot of fun. It is also the least hood <laughs> of all of the. I mean, this is supposed to take place in you know Los Angeles, and this and one was in Louisiana. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but yeah. Uh, you know. Anyway, just Mr. a thought I had. That's where Mister Sims <laughs> found the doll. I love it. I love the thought that Mister Sims traveling around the country and collecting all these artifacts, and they're just being the stall that's like, hello. And he's like, yeah, let's go back to L.A. to my funeral home. And he's like, okay. 
<laughs> I'm just obs- I'm obsessed. I love the pitter patter of magical doll feet, and I get a lot of that. Get a lot of that good little as they're like running around <laughs> that I live for. Um, and of course, we we here at the cult show we love vengeance. We're like some Old Testament bitches when it comes to our <laughs> vengeance. <laughs> So I, I very much enjoy the the mural on the wall and how, you know, each one comes off the mural. Yes. You know, right. as it's as it's doing its thing or getting its revenge or whatever. That including that, her at the end, yeah. Including her at the end, yes, absolutely. Yeah. So that was a that was a fun part of it for sure. And uh seeing Corbin Burnson being such a you know, scumbag politician, like you said, you know. It was uh, yeah. it was fun. It was a, yeah. It was a good episode for sure. It was a lot of fun to see the the dolls is totally torturing this guy. <laughs> yes, a, being such a flagrant you know piece of spam basically, and the dolls is able to go ahead and you know get yeah. get their revenge on him. It was it was great. So oh, and especially like I mean he's you know he's X K K K one thing, right. but yes. then he also uses some variation on the argument of like i didn't kill the slaves it's not my fault which mm-hmm. is like that you know you just want to roll your eyes at how many white people have uttered that <laughs> like you know over time and it's like uh yeah sir wasn't there yes, sir wasn't there a um and i bet our chat one was better than me there was a you guys remember the tv show was the twilight zone uh yes. liking called no called uh night gallery Yes. Yes. Okay. So, wasn't there an episode where they had a thing where a painting and the and the thing would come out of the painting to do to Rick its havoc or whatever? I'm I like sure. I, I, I'm remembering that very, very vaguely. I bet Hungry or Pizzle Mark or someone would have a better recollection. But anyway, I think you're yeah. I'm recalling something like that, kind of similar, reminding me of that. But how much do we love Slow Death by Doll Bites? <laughs> and they just bleed you out. I mean, at least his spin doctor guy, you know, he's kind of the sellout dude. Yeah. At least they let him die quick. The doll just tripped him. Yeah, but, he just, um, yeah, went down the stairs. Because but... he's like, you sell out, get out, get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Working for this yep. racist creep. The yeah, for the, for the holy dollar. <laughs> Good riddance. Ugh. Um, so at the end, <laughs> the last story, uh, hard, hardcore convict. Yeah. So mm, this one, who, who, <laughs> like you need, a need a moment. You need a moment after watching this one. Um, I personally like things that are, you know, that clockwork orange sort of theme of behavioral modification, right? Right. So I think that's um, a really cool jumping off point. Um, Showing those stomach-churning photos um, of historical Mm. violence against Black people is very effective. Let me put it that way. Yeah. It's a powerful, powerful way to get his point across. Yeah. 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 Um, and then, of course, it's kind of interspliced with those like gang violence, you know, montages. But it's like it's 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 brilliant. It's it's unrelenting. Like the whole story is unrelenting, and it has it has a lot to say. Yeah, it does. It really does. So. Yep, I would agree. <laughs> it was definitely. I think that one might have been my favorite of the four, honestly. 
just yeah. because it, because of how uh, effective it was, you know, and how powerful it was. Quite honestly, like you said, the I mean, it got to a point. I would say halfway through, I was like, okay, enough of the. I get it. Enough of the pictures. <laughs> I kind of get it, you know. <laughs> yeah. So because it went on for quite a while. It did. It, it does. That's part so, of it. Is like yeah. it. It pushes you, of course, into a discomfort. You know, right. just like a lot of things. It's you know, you have to see it because you kind of have to bear witness to this real horror. You know, it's like you're. It's it's like irresponsible to look away or fast forward. Right. It's yeah. like, oh, I'm sorry, you're uncomfortable with this fucking horrible part of our history. Yeah. Something called the ambulance. The, the the picture that really got me was the the little girl looking up yeah. at the at the body, Ooh. smiling, you know, and you're just like, ugh. And this is how it keeps going because they're indoctrinated yeah. so young, you know. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I really wanted to kick the little girl in the face. Um, I didn't. <laughs> but you uh, kick her yeah. parents in the face. No, and that's the thing. Yeah. It's like a roundhouse know, it's, kick it's, the whole family. It's hard Chuck to Norris it's style. hard to hate this little girl that doesn't know anything yet. She's just yeah. going along with you know, yeah, what you know the adults in her life are showing her. Absolutely, like he yeah. said, that's exactly how it works. That's exactly how it works. And um, yeah, so that's Jerome. And but basically, yeah, basically, they're yeah. what they're like you said. They're basically making this guy watch all, all these violent images and whatever towards towards black people so they try and get yeah. him to stop of course committing the violence and i mean ultimately the guy the guy's like but what is he like screw you i don't know you know this is yeah he's he's too far gone I'm better from than that his, yeah yeah from his from his trauma from his you know trauma that he's it, generational trauma um from where he is in his life and it makes you i mean it's like i don't i don't want him to become like some weird stepford person which i guess would be the goal of this reform but at the same time it's like but i don't i don't want him to be a, a murderer either it, it makes you just it's like really deep thoughts like mm-hmm. that it leaves you with yeah yeah, yeah. Agreed. and um yeah okay some, some startling imagery so yeah. so then <laughs> we get back to the funeral home and we gotta wrap it up turns out the drug dealers are dead and this is hell <laughs> <laughs> um despite the super super campy graphics 1995 um <laughs> it, you know, that's how it goes, kids. You you go there and you try to hassle Mr. Sims. I wouldn't recommend it. Yes, because we've seen that Mr. Sims basically is can whatever create whatever fun little mirage in, in the sea of freaking yes. flames that he wants. And yeah, and then he ultimately just gets you. Does anybody else feel like? For the Samuel Jackson character in Unbreakable and stuff, like they kind of ripped off Mr. Sims's look a little. <laughs> I mean, I'm kind of like, and Mr. Sims was first, so I'm kind of sticking up for Mr. Sims. I'm like, no, I hear you. Uh, I yeah. mean, you know, the hair, the hair, the like velvet, the cravat. Uh, I mean, Miss, Mr. Glass has a kind of a part, so his kind of does like a. Fum, 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 kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. 
and and he doesn't have that boss cigar true that mr sims carries true. around um but no yeah, it, i don't know i'm just it, saying it is, no it's a it, it is a similar look for sure i'm here for you mr sims i have your back hire <laughs> me hire me to be your demi devil so this is this his last name the sims have any tie-in to you know devil or anything else somehow that i'm missing not that i'm aware of and I, i'm mm. pretty good with names for the devil right. <laughs> it's kind of a hobby of mine right we, we all know we've it's been called funny yeah. so, um, yeah, none that <laughs> yeah. i know either yeah there were no yeah. no hints or anything no like oh i see what you did there at the end i want but. it to be like rusty's third grade teacher who was really mean or something <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I was kind of looking to see if there's like, you know, well, it's not Lewis Cipher. Um, right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, yeah, I think these movies, like I've been telling, I've been asking my horror movie friends that I know besides all y'all like, Hey, have you seen Blackula? Have you seen Tales from the Hood? Don't write them off as like, it, it, they're not what you probably think they are. Yeah. You should check them out. Yeah. yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Go for that. Absolutely. Awesome. Thanks, Caleb, for picking those. Good. You pick. guys helped, too. It wasn't all me. That's true. It was a little bit of a group decision. I mean, had it been up to me, we would probably would have been watching Bones. <laughs> you know, I've never seen Bones. It's not good. It's not good? It's you not sure? Good. It's, okay. yeah. it's up there with, no offense, but like your postman. And like Waterworld, where everybody's like, this movie's terrible, and we can universally <laughs> agree on that. <laughs> is Waterworld that, that bad? Of... No. I think, I I think people is hate amazing. it. I've never seen it. Like, we're, we're going to do a Waterworld episode, remember? I'm surprised yes. Caleb didn't pick that for his birthday movie. It's not too late, Caleb. It'll come up eventually. Speaking of, what, what are we doing next week, Caleb? All right, so next week, uh, my birthday episode, um, while I was preparing for um, American Psycho, uh, I kept reading this thing where Christian Bale uh, prepared for the role of Patrick Bateman by watching Nicolas Cage in Vampire's Kiss. And I was like, I've never heard of Vampire's Kiss. I'm going to go check this movie out because I saw that it was on Shudder. And I watched it. And holy shit, it is so amazingly funny, weird, classic Nicolas Cage. So I thought, I'm going to do that one. That's right. <laughs> so next you had week, mentioned, yeah. Vampire's you had Kiss. brought that up. And yeah. I was like, I haven't seen it either. So I am very excited for this pick. Yes. And yeah. something else we should note is um, our start time. Yes. yes, indeed. Yes. Thank you, Neil. That was that was next on the list. Oh, was it? I'm oh, sorry. I shouldn't have said yeah. <laughs> No, I want you to I want you to say it. Mm. No, drink your bourbon. Now speak. Okay. Um, <laughs> so yes, we are having to move our start time from 7 p.m. to 8 p.m. starting next week. So unfortunately, one of us has to be available for the man <laughs> whenever. So <laughs> Okay. Anyway. I, I mean, here's it's not. I mean, I don't think it's gonna make a big difference, right? It's an hour. It's an hour. Eight o'clock, eight p.m. next week. We'll start. So hopefully, when you when you if you log on at seven, you're like, hey, where is everyone? Kind of thing. 
Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully you'll, you'll remember what's going on. But yes. Um, yeah. Spread the word. 8 p.m. Spread the word. So is that it? Are we uh are we That's wrapping it. up already? Are we early tonight? That or do was, you wanna... that was all I had. It's an appropriate time. All right. So what next week, next eight week, Caleb's birthday, eight o'clock. Watch Vampire's Kiss. Yeah. yeah. There you have it. Okay. Bye, Thank friends. you for watching. Bye, guys. We love you so much. Hungry, gory. Thanks for being here with us. If ever I need a bit, it should be gory. Gory bits was here? He was. Mark Visions, Truth, Macy, of course, Michael B, and Mindy, and Laura. I think that's it. Enoch. <laughs> Bye, one more time. The Culture is filmed before a live studio audience in Santa Rosa, California. Check out the video version of this podcast on YouTube, or find us online at theculture.com. We appreciate you listening and hope you can leave some positive comments. Thanks again and talk with you soon. Rock the boat. Don't rock the boat, baby. <laughs> rock the boat. Don't tip the boat over. Tip the boat over. <laughs>